Oh, do I just? <laughs> okay, all right. It's me. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, I'm Lady Carlson. My first name is really Lady, so let's get that out of the way. Let's clear that up. Uh, and I'm an organizer with Northern and Central Louisiana Interfaith. And I, I, I so look, I started this when uh, Pastor John and I had this conversation, and he'd asked me to do the story about Bartimaeus. And so I started out with that in mind. But I want to do this in two ways. And I want to just, uh, first of all, I want to just pray, okay? Lord Jesus, just, Lord, make me an instrument this morning. Speak through me. Say the words that will minister to this congregation in a way that says they have heard not from lady, but from you on high. Uh, Lord, put the words in my mouth. And I, I just give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So when I went to the Sunday school class this morning, I was touched by some of the things that people said in the Sunday school class. So I want to start off with Hebrews 11 and 1. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not yet seen. And it says, For by this... The elders received a good report. And it goes on to talk about all the things that people through faith believe that, that some of them things they didn't see in their lifetime. They waited for Jesus to come. And you know, the last book of the Old Testament, there's this, or I'm sorry, in the beginning of the New Testament, there's this man that had been waiting all of his life to see Jesus. And he was about to die, but Jesus was born and he got the word. And he said, now I can go. Now I, the promise has been fulfilled. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's what I'm hoping for God to do. And it's the evidence of the things not yet. So there's evidence is going to happen. And my faith is the evidence of it. But it's not a false hope. It's not a hope that things won't change. False hope says that, you know, I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow and be a millionaire. I mean, that's false hope. Most of us are not going to ha- that's not going to happen to us. But it's the faith that if I stay in God's word and believe what he says, I'm going to get it. And so y'all know I'm a good Baptist, and so, you know, we do like 20 scriptures at a time. <laughs> so faith is the substance of things hoped for. There were three men. It was Shadrach, Meshach, and this other guy that some people call a better Negro. But his name was... His name was... No, I can't say it. A better Negro, okay? And they worked for King Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar made a decree. And he said, you know what? I want people to bow down when they hear when they hear the symbol and the, all these other things that, that happen, that they're going to bow down and worship me. And so all the people in the land started to worship Nebuchadnezzar. But there was these three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whatever his name is. 
I'd have to stop listening to the old black ladies. They're, they're destroying They didn't bow down. And the people went to Nebuchadnezzar and, and said to Nebuchadnezzar, didn't you say that people have to bow down when they hear this music? And Nebuchadnezzar said, yes, I did. And they said, well, these three guys aren't doing that. And so Nebuchadnezzar calls them to him. He's mad. He's indignant. And he calls them to them and he says, what is this that I hear that you don't bow down when the music is played? And they said, true, O king. We, aren't, we don't bow down. And he says to them, now look, here's the thing. I'm going to heat the fiery furnace. And if you don't bow down, I'm going to throw you in the fiery furnace. And they said to him, I love this. They said to him, King, we don't care. Our God whom we serve will deliver us. But then they said this, Even if he doesn't, we're not going to bow down to you, O king. And so then Nebuchadnezzar was really pissed off <laughs> and heated the furnace seven times hotter than it should have been. It was so hot, it burned the people that threw the, the Hebrew boys into the furnace. And then a miracle happened. Something wonderful. They came to the king and they said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, did not we throw three boys into the fiery furnace? And he said, Yes. And they said to him, But now, O oh king, we see four people in the furnace and one looks like the Son of God. Y'all just missed a good place to say amen. Yeah. <laughs> so Nebuchadnezzar, and this is the other part of the story though. That they came out and even the hair, of their, the hair on their heads was not singed. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of what we don't see. Through it, we can receive a good report. It is our faith that changes things. And so now I want to switch and go to this. I told y'all I'm Baptist. <laughs> so then there's this guy called Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus is sitting on the side of the road. And he's begging. And he's blind. And he's been on the side of the road for a long time. And then he hears this noise. And Bartimaeus says to people, What's going on? What is this? And they say to him, Bartimaeus, haven't you heard? Jesus is coming. And Bartimaeus starts to think about Jesus. Jesus, could it be? Could it be Jesus of Nazareth that... that opens blind eyes and, and makes the lame to walk and, and preaches the good news of the gospel. Is it that Jesus? And he starts to ask people, is that the Jesus? And they say, yeah, Bartimaeus. And so Bartimaeus begins to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. 
And Bartimaeus was like me. He had a big mouth. He could talk and he didn't need a mic. But you got to understand, you got that it's the side of the road and, and the Bible says that it's a multitude of people following Jesus. It's a lot of people. And you know, a lot of people make a lot of noise. But Bartimaeus began to cry out, Jesus, the son of David. Have mercy on me. And then the mayor went up to Bartimaeus and said, Bartimaeus, be quiet. We don't want Jesus to know there are homeless people in our city. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Then the governor came up and said, Bartimaeus, be quiet. We don't want people to know that, that payday lenders loan people money and, and charge them 700% interest. Be quiet, Bartimaeus. But Bartimaeus began to cry out more and more, Jesus, the son of David. Then the superintendent of schools came up to him and said, Bartimaeus, we don't want people to know that, that black kids are failing in our schools. Be quiet. And Bartimaeus began to yell out even louder, Jesus, the son of David. And then the, the, the warden of the prisons came up to him. And the sheriffs came up to him and said, be quiet, Bartimaeus. We don't want people to know that we incarcerate more people in this state than anywhere in the world. Be quiet, Bartimaeus. But the more he cried, the more they told him to be quiet the more he yelled out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And it was so loud over all these people, all this multitude of people, that Jesus came up to him and said, Bartimaeus, what would you have me do that I might receive my sight? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Y'all missed a good place to shout right there. Amen, Amen Mike. We're learning. Okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm missionary Baptist. We say amen for everything. Amen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not yet seen. Look, some of you are hurting. Some of you are in pain. But let me tell you this. There's a woman named Corey Tinboom. Anybody ever hear of Corey Tinboom? Oh, well. <laughs> Corey Tinboom was arrested by the Nazis. She and her sister were arrested by the Nazis. Because they were trying to save Jews, save Jewish people during World War II. And they get put in a concentration camp. And Corey Ten Boom survives, but her sister dies. Now I was in, I'm from Port Arthur, Texas, and I was on the west side of Port Arthur and, and just lamenting to the Lord about poor me. Poor me, Lord, my life is just so bad. <laughs> oh my God, ain't it awful? <laughs> And I read about Corey Ten Boom. And I said to myself, here's a woman that lived in just 
terrible conditions in a, in a concentration camp. Barely eating, lice in her hair, just everything that you can imagine terrible happened to her. Lost her sister because she was trying, they were trying to save the lives of innocent people. But Corrie Ten Boom came out of that concentration camp and she wasn't bitter. She wasn't angry and she forgave. She had a chance to meet one of the guards that had been in the, in the concentration camp. And she, when she realized he was on his deathbed, and when she realized who he was, she came to that moment of, oh my God, here's a person that caused me so much suffering. What should I do? And she, she told him who she was. She prayed with him. And she forgave him. Dr. Harry Blake. Anybody here know, about who, know who Harry Blake is? Dr. Harry Blake was, was in a little Union Baptist church. The police rode in on horseback. Beat him within, within an inch of his life. And the sheriff on his deathbed asked Dr. Blake to forgive him. Dr. Blake prayed with him and forgave him. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Sometimes we have to, in a sense, just get out of your own life and get into the life of others. Help somebody else. One last story. So my son went to prison when he was in his 20s. And I said to the Lord, Lord, I don't want my child to be in and out of prison all of his life. And I don't want him to be a statistic. And so I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to cut a deal with you, God. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm going to help other people's sons. I'm going to work to help other people's sons so that they don't go through this. But then, Jesus, I want you to help my son. And I want you to take my son out of this, that world of, of drugs and crime. And I kept my part of the bargain. Now faith. He's, tr he's true and just to keep his word. So I started doing... Oh, go figure, I started organizing. <laughs> I started organizing. And I went from Port Arthur, Texas that had like... 50,000 people to Houston that had 192,000 people in the school district. But I was faithful and just to keep my word. And God has been faithful and just to me to keep his word. My son is a pastor. He has three children. Three grown children. And he's, so God intervened because I said, look, I'm going to get my eyes off of me. And I'm going to keep them on you. Amen. I'm going to keep my eyes stayed on Jesus. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So what does all of that have to do with us today? And does it have anything to do with us today? I would say this to you. 
that God is not only concerned about us getting to heaven, and He's not only concerned about everything that happens, the, the minutia, the small things, but He's concerned about the big things. He's concerned about people having living wage jobs. It, it's a, it, you know, if you look in Scripture, if you look in, 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 he, in uh, Exodus, God said you should work six days and be paid for seven. And now people are working five jobs at a time and being, <laughs> they're, not, they're barely surviving. I don't know what you feel about the Affordable Care Act. But it is a health care is a right. It's not a privilege. We should all have health care. Amen. We should all have living wage jobs. We should all. We should not be imprisoning our the our sons in the best years of their lives between eighteen and forty when they are most productive, and then they come out of prison and they have to start all over again. And a lot of people won't give them a chance. God is concerned about that. And the work we do with interfaith is to say, how do we make the laws just? How do we make them equal? So that if you fail, you fail not because the system caused you to fail, but it was because of something that you didn't do yourself. Right now our folks are failing because the system is failing them. And what interfaith is about is how do we stop the system from failing us. I brought you stuff about what uh, a job training initiative we're working on. But I think it is appropriate to close with this. And I, I, I'm not going to be like my... Uh, Black Baptist pastor, although you know I can't be a black Baptist pastor because I'm a girl. <laughs> I know you didn't notice that, but I am a girl. <laughs> now faith is a substance of things hoped for. Amen. The evidence of things not yet seen. If God could take three men and pull them out of a fiery furnace. Put Jesus in there with them. And pull them out. What can He do for you? The same Jesus that was with the, the Hebrew boys is the same Jesus that's with us today. And He said this, I'll never leave you and I won't forsake you. Faith is what keeps us grounded in the Word of the Lord. And there's a song that says, I've had lots of hills and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times I didn't think I could make it through. But in every situation, God gave blessed consolation that my trials came to only make me strong. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I've learned to trust in God. Thank you.
That may not be the sermon John wanted me to preach. 